and we are back with Financial Renaissance with the M's. Thank you for joining us on Sensation Station Network. If you are watching us live on Facebook, you like that. Uh, you can go right to Sensation Station Network, hit the like button, and then you'll be able to see what we're doing in the studio. Um, you can also listen to us in your car if you've got digital or Wi-Fi at SSN. ATL.com, anywhere in the nation you can tune in. And of course, um, we are streaming live on uh, Instagram and Facebook um, at Emma Knows Money if you need to find us. Um, coming up, if you want to, you're going to want to make a comment. So you can put your comments in the comment section on my Facebook page and also the station, Sensation Station Network's Facebook page. But if you want to text us, um, if you have a comment and you want to text us, you can text us at 678-613-5857. Now, did you hear about the United States Treasury Department kicking around issuing 50-year and 100-year bonds. Now, most bonds that they issue, they'll be, you know, they'll have three-month treasuries or T-bills. They'll have, you know, one-year, two-year, 10-year, 20-year, and 30-year is about the max. But last week, I heard a little bit of grumblings about them thinking about issuing 50- and 100-year bonds. And I was thinking, why would they do that? Ah, now... To my knowledge, um, 100-year bonds have been issued before. As a matter of fact, Disney issued uh, 100-year bonds in 1993. Um, They're supposed to, uh, of course, mature in the year 2093. But the company, there's a caveat, can start repaying the bonds anytime after 30 years, which would be, you know, 2023. Now, three or a couple of the railroads have also issued... um, 100-year bonds during certain economic times. So this is not a Republican thing. This is not a Democratic thing. The uh, 100-year bonds uh, issued by Disney were done under President Clinton. Norfolk Southern Railroad did uh, issued a 100-year bond under Barack Obama. Uh, Chicago and Eastern Railroad um, also did a 100-year bond under Dwight Eisenhower back in 1954. And way back in 1895, under President Grover Cleveland, the Santa Fe Pacific Corporation Railroad in 1895 also issued a 100-year bond. So, you know, that got me thinking, um, and a lot of the car companies did them as well. Ford, um, Texaco, uh, McDonald's did a 40-year bond, um, Um, Boeing did a a bond also. So a lot of these companies will do these bonds, but they do them for a good reason. So right now, companies can borrow money long-term at low interest rates. Um, So they're going to turn around and issue them back out, you know, to you, the borrowers. And for the borrower, there's a couple of things that you need to think of. So let's look at how a regular bond is purchased, okay? So When you're buying a bond, you're really lending a a municipality or a company, a country, a city, uh, a stadium some money. Okay, so typically when you buy a bond, one bond is goes for a thousand dollars. They call that par. And let's say you're going to lend them that money for 10 years and they're going to pay you six percent yield. So every year for the next 10 years, you're going to get a check for $60 deposited into your bank account. And then at the end of that 10th year, they will put that $1,000 back into your bank account, okay? So all in, you gave them 1000 they gave you back $600 over a 10-year period. That sounds good. However, there's two types of risks you're going to have to worry about. One is going to be the, the time value of money. Every year, the cost of goods and services grows by 3% or a little bit more. Some years, it's a little bit less. Okay, so that $60 that you get every year 
is really about $30 for the first couple of years. And then after that, it just about breaks even, okay? The other thing is that you have to worry about inflation. There is an inverse relationship, meaning the opposite happens. So when interest rates go up, the value of bonds goes down. So if interest rates, remember the Federal Reserve started to raise interest rates. So that $1,000 that you would have put into a bond may now only be worth $900. You'll still get the 6% of the 1000 but the value has gone down. So those are some of the things that you have to think about when you are considering uh, buying into bonds. Now, the Canadian Pacific Corporation actually issued a thousand-year bond (laughs) that will mature in the year 2883. I have no idea why they think that's a good idea. I don't even know who would buy it, but I get it. So 100-year bonds will make sense for uh, big institutions or people that want to um, shore up certain things long term. So, for instance, pension companies may want to buy into a 100-year bond because they have a 6% you know, uh, threshold that's something that they need to earn. People that, um, uh, like uh, at universities, for scholarship purposes, people may want to buy a long-term bond uh, that has a guaranteed uh, interest rate. And then also alumni associations, sometimes uh, associations that want to give back to their alma mater, they will buy long-term bonds. But again, the risk is always going to be, you know, what is inflation and what is that value of that money going to be by the time you get it back? So that I thought was extremely interesting. Now, Austria issued a 100-year bond in 2017, and I thought this was amazing. Uh, they issued a bond at right at around $1,000, okay, normal value. But two years later, Okay, this year, 2019, that $1,000 bond is now worth $2,100. So that's a a return, annualized return of 50%. And that's great, okay? That is one of those um, examples where the, the bonds did really, really well. That doesn't happen very often. Now, conversely, Argentina, they also issued a bond same year, 2017, ultra long. Um, but theirs didn't go so well. Their $1,000 bond is now only worth about $450. Now, Argentina has stuff going on with their economy. Their president didn't get reelected. The the president that they had was market-friendly, et cetera, et cetera. So if you're looking at getting into bonds, make sure you're talking to a professional. If you're looking at shoring up some scholarships or alumni stuff, make sure you're talking to a certified financial planner like me. All right. When we come back, we are going to jump into romantic fraud and we're going to find out what the heck happened in Jackson Hole, Wyoming this past Friday when we come back on Financial Renaissance with the Imps. Some knowledge belongs to us and us alone. The way our girlfriends walk, the way they talk. The way they touch their hair. We hold details that only a sister can know about her girls. But what about our other girls? The ones that we carry with us every day. Can we describe them when everything's right? Can we feel when something's wrong? Our bond with our sister girls gives life. But knowing your breasts can save it. You don't know what Go to knowyourgirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. That's knowyourgirls.org. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. You don't know what 
Lots of people meet friends and potential love interests online through dating sites, social media, or mobile apps. It can be a great way to meet people, but not everyone is who they say they are online. In fact, scams related to online relationships are on the rise. It's a red flag if the person wants to move quickly to personal email or instant messaging to continue talking. Professors love quickly, claims to be from the United States but is working or traveling abroad, plans to visit but cancels at the last minute, ask for money to deal with an emergency, or ask you to open a bank account for them. Here are some things you can do. Cut off contact if you suspect a scam. Watch your wallet. Don't wire money, send cash, or put money on gift cards for someone you know only online. Learn more about online relationship scams at aarp.org backslash fraudwatchnetwork. One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council. It is Sean Prime from Inside the Loop with myself and Brenna B. And I've been talking about Jeans Body Tech for a minute simply because it's a premier gym and a pristine spot without a premium price. All the weight you need, all the machines you want, free parking, all in Buckhead. Come on, it's crazy. 700 Miami Circle is where you want to work out today. And for those who are feeling a little bit down because you may not have followed through on the healthy New Year resolution thing, hey, it's still the new year. You can start today. Look at yourself a year from now. And hello, is that you? Because you're looking good, like snack-like. Yes, you are. 700 Miami Circle or go to Facebook.com forward slash Jeans Body Tech, also known as JBT Fitness. Either way, 49 bucks is nothing to pay to feel your best every day. And we're back with Financial Renaissance with the M's. I didn't know that was uh, our back music. I like this. Hey, listen, coming up on today's show, we're gonna, we have a special guest, Hillary Thomas. We're going to be talking about romantic fraud and financial infidelity. And later on, um, on Emma Knows Money, I will be telling business owners how to recession-proof their businesses so that they can go into the recession and thrive coming out of it. But first, let's talk about all the hoopla about Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Like, why was the whole world focused on Jackson's Hole? You know what I mean? Well, I guess depending on how you say that, right? <laughs> okay. It doesn't sound that great. It doesn't sound that great. So what is going on in Jackson Hole, Wyoming? I will tell you. So Jackson Hole, Wyoming is a is a meeting of the global central banks. Um, a couple of shows ago or months ago, I, you know, decided to teach everyone what the Federal Reserve was all about. And the Federal Reserve, just to, you know, refresh your memories, the, the Federal Reserve, their role is to set monetary policy. And what monetary policy is, is they, they try to keep our economy stable. Um, they use different objectives the, like uh, price stabilization, uh, maximum employment, stable growth, and they do it by influencing the supply of money. Okay, and during the last recession, they infused about four point three trillion dollars into our economy by buying United States Treasury bonds. Remember the bonds I was just talking about saying that we were looking at 50 and 100 year bonds? Yeah, they bought up a bunch of those and they still haven't gotten out of it. All right. So the the Jackson Hole meeting, the Central Bank Symposium is one of the longest standing banking conferences in the world. And the host of this um, symposium is the Federal Reserve Bank of Kansas City. They've been hosting it since 1978, and they've been all going to Jackson Hole, 
Wyoming since 1981, <laughs> okay? And each year, the symposium focuses on an important economic issue that the entire world economy faces. And what is it that the entire world economy faces right now? I'll tell you. Everybody is anticipating the global recession. That's right. That's right. So what they do at Jackson Hole, they usually have um, the most prominent central bankers from around the world, as well as finance ministers, academic luminaries, as well as leading financial market players from around the world. Now, they only let about 120 people attend, and they have to pay to attend. I'm sure the fee is more than we could afford. But the attendees are selected based on the topic, and they also have to write papers, which which you can, you know, you can go find those papers out online. So more than 150 authors have presented papers on the topics such as um, inflation, labor markets, as well as international trade. And you can go right out online and, and, and look at it, okay? Um, so the federal chair, Jerome Powell, he has to address this group annually. And the central, the Jackson Hole is the best place for a central banker and all the bankers to hint at new policy moves that they're going to do. So this year, what did the Federal Reserve Chair tell the group? Um, you know, he really didn't say a whole lot of anything, but I'll get to that in a minute. But the symposium this year was challenges for monetary policy. So here are what some of those challenges are, and again, globally. So we are hearing that the economy is doing great, doing great. But if you think about what was going on in this room or at this symposium, it should cause you to pause a little bit. So each of the different central banks have different interest rates that have been set. And they've used both conventional and unconventional monetary policy tools when we did the Great Recession back in 2009. So now that they have different trajectories of their monetary policies across a bunch of different countries, it's going to cause some rippling effects. Second, a lot of these countries that did conventional and unconventional monetary policies have not unwound it from the last recession. So what does that mean? If we end up in a recession again, they are not quite sure what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. All right? That should cause us to pause. So in the midst of all this, Jerome Powell, had, um, this is what people wanted to know from him. They wanted to know um, what whether or not the Federal Reserve is going to cut interest rates again. So when, when they cut interest rates, that means buying houses will be cheaper. That means that in our savings account, checking account, money market accounts, we won't make a lot of interest. Remember how we got to a 2%? Well, we're going to end up going back down to almost nothing again if, we, if and when we hit this recession. The other thing people want to know from the Federal Reserve is they want him to clarify whether or not we are in the beginning of a serious rate-cutting cycle or if he's just going to do it a couple more times, okay? And that, that means that a lot of business owners don't know what to do. If they don't know if rates are going to be cut, um, and the reason why they'll pause is if you were going to borrow money, do you want to borrow money at 2.5 or at 1.5%? I would want to borrow money at 1.5%. So if I think the Federal Reserve is going to cut rates, I may wait before I did anything. So those are some of the reasons why people were so anxious about this meeting this past Friday. They want to know what in the heck is the president, excuse me, what in the heck is the chair, Federal Reserve chair going to do? So what the uh, Federal Reserve chair said, and this is the most rice cake answer I've ever heard, he said there's no rule for trade war, which is where we are right now. We will act appropriate to sustain the economy. 
Huh, that was a whole lot of nothing. So here's what I want you to do. Those of you that took economics classes, even if you didn't take economics classes, you can take one online for free on Coursera, or you can buy an econ book from a college kid. You can get it for 10 bucks. okay? Get yourself a quick refresher. Most of the stuff that has to do with the economy has a playbook. There's certain rules, okay? And with trade wars, trade wars are going to be painful for everybody. But there has to be rules, otherwise we will end up in a real war. So just think about the things that happened in the last recession, okay? One of the benefits of the Federal Reserve Bank is they were able, we were at like a 5% interest rate at the time, they were able to reduce that all the way down to zero. We are now at about a 2%. Um, rate of interest, and they're going to probably knock that down to zero as well. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. But you as a listener, be prepared. Be prepared. You have been warned. When we come back on Financial Renaissance with the M's, we're talking financial fraud and financial infidelity. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No. Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single, boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a on a cold I want to be day. a football I want stadium. to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Indoor baseball, anyone? Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go! Oh, come on. (laughs) This is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Text us with your shout-outs and requests to 678-613-5857. Radio Smack them down. Coming to Tampa Bay, I said we want to win a Super Bowl, and I believe we will. From IamSecond.com, we came close, but never really did win that championship. Former NFL head coach Tony Dungy. At the end of my sixth year, I was fired, and it was one of the biggest disappointments of my life. 
next year. I'm in Indianapolis, get to the playoffs, but get knocked out again. And for the next couple of years, it's the same thing. Everyone is saying Colts are never going to win one. And I did wonder why didn't it pan out the way I thought it would. But I determined that I had to have Christ first and that everything else came below that, including my own desires. The next year, that ended up being our year to to go to the Super Bowl and win it. And it was a wonderful feeling. Every decision I make, I'm going to make it through the lens of Jesus Christ. And he got us to that ultimate victory. I'm Tony Dungy, and I am second. Whether it's the weekend or weekday, there's always something sensational happening on SSNATL.com. Radio not dumbed down since day one. SSNATL.com is a radio to Atlanta station, which provides a daily mix of awesome hits with smart talk for the smarter listener. Your choice just became clear. SSNATL.com. Radio that's not dumbed down. And we are back with Financial Renaissance with the M's. This is your host, Emma Folks. I want you to join me in Los Cabos, Mexico for the Life Lux Jazz Festival, November 7th through the 11th. You'll be nestled on the Sea of Cortez, enjoying artists like Gerald Albright, Incognito, and the Average White Band and more. So you can go to lifeluxjazz.com for more information. Book your flight, get your tickets, etc., etc. And it's L-I-F-E-L-U-X-E. J-A-Z-Z dot com for more information. Man, that sounds like a really romantic trip, doesn't it? It does. It does. Now, on the flip side of this romantic trip, <laughs> if you go with someone, make sure it's someone that you know. And if you're buying tickets, make sure you're buying tickets for yourself and not someone that you just met online. How about that? Very true. All right. In the studio, we are blessed to have Hillary Thomas the Associate State Director of Advocacy and Outreach in Georgia. <laughs> How's that? Very good. You did a good job. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back. Thank you. It's so good glad. to be back. It's always good to have you here in the studio. You're, you're always with me in the studio. Let's say I am. I, I try and tune in, see what you're talking about. Yeah. But even when I was doing podcasts, you were there. I was there. You're always there. All right. So you are here. AARP wants to talk about uh, romantic Scams. Yes, we're talking about romance scams and the things that happen because people just don't, they're not aware of the different things that can happen. And sometimes they don't even think that it's fraud. They don't know that this person is only after their money. And of course, when people hear the stories, they say, oh, that would never happen to me. This, that sounds crazy. I would never do anything like that. But they're not thinking about the fact that, you know, this person is getting them for $100 to get the air conditioner fixed and the air conditioner is still not fixed and I need you to send me $500. And, but how do you, oh, give, fi- you, how do you give money to people that you don't know? And, and then I, guess well, I mean, with romance scams, it can be people that you know or people that you don't know. So it can be someone that you've met online. Um, They can give you the whole, you know, I'd love to come and see, but my mom is sick. We've got things going on. And the person just thinks, you know, I feel really bad about this situation. Let me give them some money. You know, maybe that'll help with their mom. And then one day we'll be able to meet up. Or, like I said, it's the people that you know. It's the person that you see, you know, meet at the bar, and they swipe your credit card number or whatever (laughs) else. There are so many different ways to go at this romance scam. And I believe you had some numbers. It was $143 million. Yes. Yes. So Americans lost $143 million uh, in online romance scams in 2018. 
and not total, but just in one year. Uh, and that was way more than any other fraud, um, all of them combined, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, last week, this was kind of cool, a uh, federal official has announced that they charged 80 people, including, of course, some of our Nigerian cousins, uh, based out of Los Angeles, in business and romance scams worldwide. But here's the story I got. Uh, there was a woman um, named Maria air quotes, who signed up on an online dating service. And I guess that's like, well, we those different platforms, those different platforms. Right. And uh, she was contacted by a guy by the name of Andrew, who claimed to be an American, uh, but he was overseas on business. And that should be, again, red flag for people who are uh, dating, doing online dating. Don't deal with anybody that's not in the U.S. Well, that and just when you hear that, be very aware of the situation and be very suspicious of anything that you hear from then on out. So if you are going to date somebody that's overseas, that's fine. Be very suspicious. Don't just write something off as, oh, that's a coincidence. No. Be very suspicious of every single thing they tell you. Everything. Now, Andrew, he said he was an American overseas on business in Australia. (laughs) And they hit it off really, really cool. And then they planned this road trip that was supposed to happen in the summer. And Andrew was coming back to the U.S. so that they can do this road trip. And he sent her a check for $5,000 to cover the cost of their trip. What could go wrong? Right. But then he turned around and he asked her to send back forty five hundred dollars because he got laid off from his job and he needed the money for rent. So Maria, she deposited the uh, the, she put the check in the bank and then she sent the money. But then her bank contacted her to tell her that the check was bad. And now she owed the bank forty five hundred dollars. And on top of being out forty five hundred dollars, Andrew was ghost. Mm-hmm. Okay, looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> so that's just a spin on a different type of scam. A lot of there's some companies that have been well, not companies, these uh, fraudulent businesses that have been trying to do the same scam. They'll send you an email or they'll send you a letter and say they want you to go cash the check, put it in your checking account, cash it the same day, go buy some Apple watches. They'll tell you to keep one for yourself. And ship them back to them. So by the time your bank catches on to the fact that it's not a real bank account or that it's a fraudulent check, they take the money from you and that person already has their product. Or they'll tell you to go and buy a gift card. It's the same thing, but this time it was a romance type situation where go buy this trip, we really want to get together. And this woman is now out of her money. But, you know, both of those are online. What about the, the situation right here in Georgia where the woman <laughs> gave the man, what was it, $80,000 $80, to buy the house? Because yeah. personally, if I'm going to buy a house, I'm going to get a cashier's check. Well, it's going to have the bank's name on it or the homeowner's first name First of all, on why it. are you buying a house with someone you're not married to and that you just met? Let's, let's, let's I mean, when it comes to, and I understand, I think I can understand being lonely. I, I can't because I am not, <laughs> Right. So if you if you are um, there's there's so many warning signs, you know, if it sounds too good to be true, it is. Okay. if somebody is wealthy in that situation, she thought the guy was wealthy. Mm -hmm. If he's wealthy, you don't have to come out of pocket. Exactly. Let him do it. Let him do it. All all my money is tied up. If his money is tied up and he's wealthy, getting a loan from a bank is easy. Exactly. Very easy. So there's no reason why a middle class person or a person that uh, that is not of means has to dip into their bank account to help anybody out that 
claims to be wealthy, et cetera, et cetera. Even if they say their money is overseas, any of those things, they can get to that money. Do not believe any of these things that they're telling you. Correct. And even in the brokerage industry, we will lend people money on their investments. So there's no reason, again, for and, – and let's just – be blunt. There's no reason why a woman should have to lend a man money. If it is not your kid and not your husband, there is no reason. You know, if you are in a traditional traditional heterosexual relationship, the man is supposed to be the provider and take care of the family. So why are you giving him money? I'm just going to leave that there. Okay. I mean, Unless you want to be a sugar mama or what do you call cougars? Cougars. Unless you're, you know, you, you've got the cougar or bobcat spirit in you. You know what I mean? Uh, but you shouldn't be lending. And in that case, you should buy them stuff. You don't lend them money. You know, unless you don't want it back. But, you know, no, no matter how many times we say it, there are a lot of people that are out there that do not see it because they're in the situation. And this person would not put me in that situation. This person is not scamming me. This person loves me. This person only wants to care for me, and I'm trying to make their life easier. Hey, We had an older adult come to our office some years ago. And she was afraid to tell her kids that she had taken all the money out of her retirement account and given it to this person that she yeah. was in a romantic relationship with. And at that point in time, she no longer had money to retire on. Yeah. If you are 50, 60, 70 years old and you take all of the money out of your retirement savings account, how are you going to put it back? You have worked <laughs> that long to save it. There is no comeback. There is from no that. comeback from that. There is no comeback yeah, from taking money out of Claremont. sixty. <laughs> I mean, we that, got a lounge here where you can work if you're over fifty. Yes, <laughs> and got moves like Jagger. Yes. <laughs> Listen, the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, warned that scams prey on the most vulnerable people, right? Mm-hmm. And that's usually people who are lonely, widows, etc. And um, it has more than 21,000 people were conned in the year 2018 alone. That's a lot of people. And so if you are an adult child and you've got a mother, you've got a father that, you know, they may not, you know, a lot of us, our parents are divorced. You want to check in on them and find out who they're dating and what's going on. And our parents don't generally like to talk about money. We have to start having these money conversations with our parents because I promise you, if we don't have it now, the conversation we could possibly have on the flip side is going to be full of tears and resentment and snot. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Listen, when we come back on Financial Renaissance with the M's, on the other side, we're going to talk about the top three professions that these romantic scammers like to use. See you back in 300 seconds. Lots of people meet friends and potential love interests online through dating sites, social media, or mobile apps. It can be a great way to meet people, but not everyone is who they say they are online. In fact, scams related to online relationships are on the rise. It's a red flag if the person wants to move quickly to personal email or instant messaging to continue talking. Professors love quickly, claims to be from the United States, but is working or traveling abroad, plans to visit but cancels at the last minute, Ask for money to deal with an emergency or ask you to open a bank account for them. Here are some things you can do. Cut off contact if you suspect a scam. Watch your wallet. Don't wire money, send cash, or put money on gift cards for someone you know only online. Learn more about online relationship scams at aarp.org backslash fraudwatchnetwork. So... 
I'm a dog, and I just got adapted by this new human guy, and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I, I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. This is big business. This is the American way. Station, station network. City of Honey, what you cook for dinner tonight? Do you want the good news or the bad news first? The bad news first. I cooked nothing. Well, that's the good news then. Uh-huh. Well, there's no bad news then because tonight we're going to have Jerk Call Jerk Palace for authentic Caribbean cuisine, including vegetarian entrees with authentic Caribbean flavor. Call 770-892-5049, located at 6221 Jonesboro Road, Highway 54 in Morrow, Georgia. Jerk Palace. Greater vibes and an awesome mix. It's what weekends should strive to be. So relax. We'll take it from here. Not dumbed down since day one. SSNATL.com The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. We are back with Financial Renaissance with the M's. We have our special guest from AARP, Hillary Thomas. And we are dissecting financial infidelity and romantic scams. All right. Now, before the break, I said I was going to tell you what some of the top three professions of romantic scammers. What do you think they are? I already told you. I really thought one of them was people pretending to be venture capitalists. Okay, venture capitalists. You said two things. And I said uh, real estate investors. Because those are type of things that you can't, you don't necessarily have to have a, a brick and mortar office. You can kind of be, people don't necessarily know what that means. So I would think they would kind of go to those two. All right. Well, we already know that a lot of times these romantic scammers, the first thing that should, you know, your spidey senses should start tingling is if they, if they say that they uh, live or work overseas. Okay, that's number one. So that's not the number one uh, job, but it's working on an oil rig. Okay, they're in the military. Or they are a, a doctor with an international organization. Those are the top three. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't think I would buy any of those three. The military? No, because I feel like I'm that type of person. I can call the military to see if you are affiliated. Well, you can't. Why can't well, I? And then they the address, they have an APO, blah, blah, blah. Sandy exactly. said military. Thank you, Sandy. That's right. <laughs> Sandy's on it. And working on an oil rig, how are you going to prove that? I don't know. All right. 
And actually, I think I have a cousin that works on an oil rig. But I do too. But I, I, feel, <laughs> I, I feel like there's some ways to, to prove some of those things. Those are things that people actually understand. Those other jobs, people don't really understand it, so they don't ask as many questions. And you know what's funny to me is that, you know, people will send personal pictures to people. Yes. Very personal and intimate uh, pictures to people, you know, like it all go gets down. Da- what is it, Trina? It gets down, down in, in the, the DMs, DMs in yes. the field. <laughs> it goes down in the DMs. So people will send explicit pictures to total strangers, but they won't ask them like real legit questions. Like, let me see your driver's license. And you know, there's so many different types of things online where you can go on, pay a couple bucks to verify that a person really is. I mean. For $30, $50, $100, you can verify that the person that you're supposed to be spending the rest of your life with that you've never physically met, you can figure out who they are, mm-hmm. right? Um, there, was a, 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 um, <laughs> there was a person who got scammed into um, almost smuggling some diamonds from Africa to the U.S. I mean, the, the, the level of buffoonery that goes on, and again, they, they get your heartstrings in. And that's why it's important for you to tell your friends you should have a best friend. Yes. You should have a smart best friend. That some too. of us have best friends that are just as, you know, wonky as, as we, we are. are. Right, birds of a feather. So if you have a sibling that's always telling you that you're wrong, that's the one that you want to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> if you're the type of person that can't get out of your own way, you definitely want to talk to, you know, there, there has to be somebody that you can confide in and just let them know what's going on. Because when we're in love, we don't see things the way that we're supposed to see things, right? So um, on the other side, we are going to um, look at my market movers and losers. We're also going to be talking about the recession. And definitely we're going to come back and, and talk about a few examples of romantic scams when we come back on Financial Renaissance with the M's. <laughs> You were strolling along in goodwill when just past that mid-century side table and denim jacket you spotted them, nestled in their display case. Miniature donut earrings. Oh, yes! Yes! Your favorite half-breakfast pastry, half-all-day dessert food, made into your favorite form of ear candy. Oh, my. Those bejeweled sprinkles have satisfied some unknown hunger within you. Shh, do you smell that? That's the sugary scent of shopping success. For this is Goodwill. And with every item you buy, you fund local job training and more. So go forth. Bring home those donut earrings. And bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Good morning, Uglyville! Every ugly doll is unique. I'm Moxie. Bobo. Wait. Those close to me call me Slick Doll. Which is not his name. And every child is, too. They can be pretty lovable. That's why when you travel, you should make sure your child is in the right seat for their age and size. That sounds pretty great to me. Keep them safe by visiting NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Isn't that right, gibberish cat? <laughs> Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety administration and the ad council lots of people meet friends and potential love interests online through dating sites social media or mobile apps it can be a great way to meet people but not everyone is who they say they are online in fact scams related to online relationships are on the rise it's a red flag if the person wants to move quickly to personal email or instant messaging to continue talking professors love quickly 
claims to be from the United States but is working or traveling abroad, plans to visit but cancels at the last minute, asks for money to deal with an emergency, or asks you to open a bank account for them. Here are some things you can do. Cut off contact if you suspect a scam. Watch your wallet. Don't wire money, send cash, or put money on gift cards for someone you know only online. Learn more about online relationship scams at aarp.org backslash fraudwatch network. And we're back with Financial Renaissance with the M's. Here's the deal. Uh, We are here with Hillary Thomas from AARP. And we are talking about romantic scams and why it's important to have good friends that don't always agree with everything that you do. And fortunately, I think I'm that friend, right? You are. You're I don't agree friend. with anything. No. Yeah, I say no to everything, and, and I'm always playing the devil's advocate and looking at things from different sides. But not everybody's capable of doing that, especially if you've been lonely, your heart's been broken, your spouse has died, and, and you know, we're joking around about it. But it is very serious, and I can, I can really see how older people who are, you know, getting into the Internet and learning about online dating and things like that. This is something very, very new for them. Uh, just like contraception is yes. something very new for them in the old age home. When you think about older adults and dating, a lot of these older adults, especially if they're widows or widowers or have been in long-term relationships, the last time they were out and dating, people had physical phones. Yeah. And the phone number actually meant something. That exchange meant that you lived in a certain part of town. The area code meant that you lived in a certain area, or sometimes the area code was for yeah. a state because there weren't as many phones. Or city. So, or, or city or whatever, whatever else. So when these people were dating, you would call somebody, you call Johnny, pick up at Johnny's house or Johnny's office, and that's who you were talking to. Right. And you knew if Jane picked up, who is Jane living with Johnny? This sounds like a wife. It was a situation where it was a physical phone. Now I live in Atlanta. I can have a phone number from L.A. Yeah. Or wherever Everybody's else I want to have phone. this phone. Nobody's changing their numbers anymore. Exactly. So you don't know who I am or where I am. There's a popular show that people watch on TV. And, oh. uh, <laughs> yes, and this girl in Alabama, she ended up getting catfished because she thought the guy um, was living in Texas or somewhere. And she thought that he was actually uh, this Nigerian prince. And I know you're making this face. Yes. yes she thought he was a Nigerian prince. She for real, found for real. and she thought that he was a single parent, that his child's mother had died. And she decided to do one thing that we suggest you do, which is do your own investigation on this person. She got on Facebook. She started Googling and she figured out that this person was actually a student in Vietnam. He was of African descent, <laughs> that his child's mother was very much so alive. <laughs> Uh, but she still decided this was the love of her life and still decided to become engaged to this person. Now, I do not believe the relationship um, actually culminated in marriage. I think somebody oh. decided that it wasn't going to work. Oh. So hopefully one of those friends that you, that you have that looks that at you and say, are you crazy? Yeah, are you? Saw the show a couple of times and said, are you crazy? Yeah. And pulled the plug on that relationship. Well, hey, here's another. Remember the the um, the group that I said the 80 people that got arrested mm-hmm. in uh, Cal- California. Um, so there was one woman. Um, she was a Japanese woman who was on an inter- international site looking for digital pen pals. Okay, um, and she met a man who claimed to be a United States Army captain stationed in the country of Syria. And then within weeks, their relationship grew into an internet romance. Now, again, weeks. 
not months, in weeks you don't know anybody. At Even all. if you're face to face with people, in weeks you don't know anybody. It takes typically three to four months, I think they say, before people's real colors, true colors start to show. Well, what she ended up doing, um, the man was sending her emails in English and she would translate them via, you know, the Google Translate, etc. And um, he, she ended up sending him a total of $200,000 that she borrowed from friends her ex-husband, and other relatives in order to make her love interest happy. And, you know, I, I, I am baffled. Like, I couldn't imagine my mom who, you know, and these are not stupid people. No. The, you know, it, these are not stupid people at all. But I wouldn't know what to do if my mom, you know, God forbid something happened to my stepdad, my mom gets remarried or starts looking for love on the Internet. Oh, my gosh. You know, uh, the money's gone. So one of the things um, the FTC, Federal Trade Commission, says that if you suspect it's a scam, go ahead and report it to them. You can go to FTC.gov backslash complaint and you can notify the website and the app where you met the scammer to. They need to know about it so that other people don't get scammed. The other the number one thing, though, to me is if the word gift card comes up. (laughs) If the word gift card comes up in the first three months that you meet somebody, run the other way. Run the other way because that 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 tells you right then and there. Once you put money on a gift card, it's gone. There's no way to get that back. Exactly. So they also say that um, you should become very suspicious if any online relationship, and this is for the millennials too because they like to online date as well. If the person wants to uh, leave the dating site and they don't want to communicate via that and they want to communicate via personal messaging, um, if they are very quick to say that they're in love with you, again, you know, love is one of those things, you know, you can be infatuated. Love takes a little while. Um, If they say that they're traveling or working internationally, you know, that should cause you to pause. Um, And then if they want to visit you, but don't have the money because a business deal went sour or they got laid off or uh, they, they something happened to their car or their dog or their mom or, you know, fill in the blank. And then also the biggest thing is if they're asking you for money without ever meeting with you face to face, you can't send money to absolute strangers if you've never... If you've never been to their house, if you don't know who their parents are, and even that's still suspect because there's some families that are, you know, kind of hooked in on this as well. And, you know, even outside of just sending money, there's some other things that people don't think about. You were talking about millennials and the online dating and all the different apps that they use. One thing that people do with a lot of those apps is turn on their location services. So they have their location services on all the time so people know where you are. So if this is someone who might have already done their own investigation, they could have figured out where you live. They could have figured out where you work. And those could be those people going through your mail when you're not there. Okay, if you're, you're freaking me out right now. I know. Now. <laughs> if, if you're you like me and you're me bad out. about checking the mail, they could be going through your mail. They could be robbing your house. Any of those different types of things. Be very aware with having your location on. And that's your location on on these dating apps. That's your location on on Facebook. Some of my friends, I I love my friends, but I just wonder about them having this location on at all times so that people know where they are. They're posting and saying that they're in California or posting and saying that they're in this part of town far away from their home and knowing that they've had parties at their house and other things where people have their address and they can go and break into your home when you're not there. So even outside of sending money, Think about all the different things that can happen when people 
know where you are all the time. You know, Viola Davis's house got broken into. She was she posted pictures from a vacation after she got back and people thought she was gone and broke into her house mm-hmm. while she was there. That's like so that freaks me out. You saw the thing where the people were it was a joke or whatever, but they sent somebody to I think it was Jay-Z and Beyonce's house, uh, one of their houses, one of their properties. And people were, you know, trying to get into the home. And yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that of course, security so well. stopped yeah, that. that. Didn't go so well. But uh, you know, it's one of those things. People are trying to do things yeah. that are not legal, and they are trying to get your money, get your property, get your stuff, however they can. And we are giving people more and more access uh, without even thinking about it um, by use of you know these uh, what do you call it the apps and yes. the dating sites, etc. So some of the tips, some things that you can do to protect yourself from being romantically scammed. Um, and what to do if you become a victim. Number one, to Hillary's point, um, be careful about sharing personal, uh, sensitive personal information or financial information with anybody that you have not met in person. That means sitting down across from them, looking at the license plate of the car that they you know, are driving, finding a cop friend and giving them said license plate number. <laughs> exactly. Um, also, uh, stay on the dating site. When you are, uh, if you're new to this, don't um, go outside of the dating site parameters and start emailing people. People are giving them your personal telephone number and instant messaging them or text messaging them. Just don't do that for a while. Um, They like to keep a lot of their instant message schemes uh, under the law enforcement's radar, so they want to get you off of those dating sites. And then also, when um, you're using a dating site, you don't have to use your real name and you don't have to use your real email address either. You know, you can make up an email address that you use specifically for that dating site as well as a name. Mm-hmm. Um, what suggestions do you have about you said something about coincidences before? Yeah. So when you're dealing with people on these dating sites and you hear something that just doesn't sound quite right, make sure that you're going over it again. So one thing that's a big clue when you're dealing with people who might not be from this country or in this country look at the way that they're typing some of these things. So if some of the tenses aren't right with the English, question that. Yes, we're in a different age where people, their grammar isn't quite what it has been in the past, and people are texting the way that they talk instead of the way that the English language is supposed to be written, and I get that. But if something does not look right in the way that this message is, it could be coming from one of these translation services. Right. It could be that they just really don't understand English. It, there, are a co- there are a lot of different things. Look at some of these pictures that they're posting online. If it looks like it was straight cut out of a magazine, like a glamour shot. You remember those 1990s glamour shots where people had the little hazy view, had the little fur collar or the feathers around? If it looks like a glamour shot or something from a magazine, be very suspicious of the fact that that might not be this person's picture sometimes people are doing it not just to scam you sometimes people don't think that you would like the way that they look I've seen cases where people have taken cousins pictures and whatever else because their cousin was a little bit more what they felt was attractive and they oh, use that that's part of that catfishing cat, right part of the catfishing yeah and so one of uh, one one thing that you should always do is 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 pay attention to what people are saying. And if you're not good at remembering, write it down. Mm-hmm. You know they can't see you. You're on the phone anyway. But think of any detail that they tell you about any friend, any family member, things like that. You should be writing down. Up next, we are going to talk about an event that's happening here in Georgia uh, to help you with romantic scams. And then we'll talk about my market movers and losers when we come back on Financial Renaissance with the end. 
SSNATL.com is a radio to Atlanta station, which provides a daily mix of awesome hits with smart talk. For the smarter listener, your choice just became clear. SSNATL.com, radio that's not dumbed down. Lots of people meet friends and potential love interests online through dating sites, social media, or mobile apps. It can be a great way to meet people, but not everyone is who they say they are online. In fact, scams related to online relationships are on the rise. It's a red flag if the person wants to move quickly to personal email or instant messaging to continue talking. Professors Love Quickly claims to be from the United States but is working or traveling abroad. Plans to visit but cancels at the last minute. Ask for money to deal with an emergency or ask you to open a bank account for them. Here are some things you can do. Cut off contact if you suspect a scam. Watch your wallet. Don't wire money, send cash, or put money on gift cards for someone you know only online. Learn more about online relationship scams at aarp.org backslash fraudwatch network. And we're back with Financial Renaissance with the M's. Hey, listen, you know, we all, you know, I was, I was, as I was getting ready for the show, I remember that in the late 90s, I was smack dab in the middle of a, of a romantic scam as it happened. So here's the setup. So my friends and I, it was three of us, we decided we were going to rent a, a, a drop top Mustang. This is when I was living in California and we were in San Diego and we're like, oh, let's go spend the weekend in Orange County. So we were hung out with my parents, my friends, parents, whatever. So on our way up, you know how we do, there was a, a car full of guys and they were, pull, you know, they were also in a Mustang and we ended up pulling over, had lunch. We talked with them, blah, blah, blah. Three of them, three of us, yada, yada. So anyway, um, one of the friends uh, and the guy, they ended up exchanging numbers, talking, et cetera. And they'd been talking for a number of weeks, okay? And um, I guess they were flirting, et cetera, et cetera. And then um, about two to three weeks after, you know, they had been having these online conversations. And this is in the 90s. You know, Internet wasn't that big of a deal. We didn't have all these apps, yada, yada, yada. Um, the guy says to her, hey, do you have any friends that want to make $10,000 by marrying his friend who is a Nigerian doctor? <laughs> now, let me set this up for the young people. What you need to understand is in the late 90s, the immigration laws weren't the way that they are now. So you were able to kind of marry someone and then pretend yada, yada. So, of course, my friend was like, I want to do it. Me and my other friend were like, you're crazy, but you girl, you do you. Okay. So she was going to make $10,000. She was going to marry this doctor who was supposed to be supposedly working at the UCLA Medical Center, and he was going to pay for everything. He was going to pay her rent. He was going to, you know, take care of everything for her. But they had to get married. So a date was set for them to go to the Justice of the Peace in the south, southern Los Angeles, northern Orange County, whatever. So the day, you know, she took the day off from work. Um, she, As she's driving, the guy that, she, that we had met says to her, hey, you know, we didn't get rings. We need to get rings. Uh, why don't you meet me here since it's on the way? So they met at a jewelry store. The doctor's supposed to pay her back for, you know, whatever. He said, get whatever you want. Keep it with under a certain amount. Uh, I don't care what kind of ring I get. So she buys him some little chintzy gold band, like a hundred and something dollars. But she bought herself a rock of an engagement ring. Okay. 
So, you know, she's putting her credit card away. You know, the guy gets the bag. She's putting her credit card away. He's walking her to her car. He's still smooth talking to her, blah, 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 blah. And again, no GPSs at this time. He's like, hey, write down the directions for the, the courthouse, yada, yada, yada. What do you think happens? I think he took both bags with both rings, and she never heard from any of those people ever again. Exactly. So she calls me that evening, sad, you know, and I'm all excited, like, hey, Mrs. Doctor, you know, da-da-da-da-da, like, take me to dinner. And, you know, uh, back in Cali, we had Black Angus was the restaurant. Let's go to Black Angus and get some steaks. Yeah. So what makes this story even worse is that the credit card she used was her business card. Ooh. Yeah, that's, right. a, that's always a bad one. She used her business, her corporate credit, her corporate American Express to buy the rings. Now, yeah, this story goes Sounds real like left. she lost the job and yeah, everything yeah. else. Yeah, Th- there was a whole bunch of other stuff that was tied into this. But again, here is an example of a romantic fraud. Like, you're being greedy. So they're going to appeal to either you wanting to love, you're, you're, you wanting to be greedy and make some money. They're going to appeal to something in you that is um, that can set you up for the downfall, right? Mm-hmm. And you have a – there's an event coming up in October, or no, it September? It's September 21st. September so 21st. we, an entertainment company, is um, bringing Candace Bushnell here. And AARP is going to participate in the panel. Candace Bushnell is going to be talking about um, her new book. And the book is talking about dating and life later in age. As you know, Candace Bushnell was from Sex and the City. I was going to say, tell so, everyone who yes, that is. Yes, from Sex and the City. Harry so, Fever. Yes, the book, I think the book, the new book is, Is There Still Sex in the City? AARP's part, we're going to be talking about romance scams and dating. Um, AARP actually has a book called Dating for Dummies After 50. Wow. It's, yes, a very interesting book and title. And we've got a college professor coming to talk about sexuality Is that and book sex. free? Or can people buy it? You can buy it. Okay, you so can buy it. And, and even as an employee, I had to buy it. Okay, it's not like they they let me go to the little bookshelf. I but, had to buy but it. But I'm myself. thinking because I think that parent people should be buying this books for their parents and for their grandparents. They and when should. we come back, you can tell people how to get the book and also how to sign up for the event. When we come back on Financial Renaissance with the M's. Fool me once. Shame on. Shame on you. Fool me, we can't get fooled again. You use tearless baby shampoo because it's gentle on your baby's eyes. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You always test the bath water to make sure it's not too hot. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You make sure she wears a helmet when she rides her bicycle. You put on his sunscreen, even when he's embarrassed his friends will see. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Is your child facing the right way in the car seat? Is the seat too big or too small? How do you know when it's time to move your child into the next type of seat? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. That's safercar.gov slash 
the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Having trouble finding Connor's middle school? Would you like directions? No. Why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Finding lowest airfare to Istanbul. No, I'm, I'm tired of fighting with him over homework. Home walk restaurant. Need a review? No, I need help. He's very smart, but his mind wanders. He's disorganized. I think I understand. Oh, God. Finding best potatoes for french fries. No! Russet. Fingerling. Yukon uh, Gold. Why don't you understand me? Sorry, I was trying to show how Connor feels every day. Frustrating, isn't it? Redirecting to understood.org. For the one in five kids with learning and attention issues, this is what life can feel like. Explore understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues designed to help your child thrive in school and in life. Understood.org, because understanding is everything. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've accidentally cut your daughter's bangs unevenly. Do you A, line things up a centimeter from her hairline? Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. No, 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 no. sweatbands are so hot right now. Everyone's wearing them. Like that basketball player and that other basketball player. B, get spiritual. Mom, where did all the mirrors go? A reflection could never capture our true selves. Huh? Beauty is within. Um. C, look on the bright side. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or D, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have to... Ta-da! Twinsies! I kind of love it. (laughs) As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council. Sweet strawberry icing. You were strolling along in goodwill when just past that mid-century side table and denim jacket you spotted them, nestled in their display case. Miniature donut earrings. Oh, yes! Yes! Your favorite half-breakfast pastry, half-all-day dessert food, made into your favorite form of ear candy. Oh, my. Those bejeweled sprinkles have satisfied some unknown hunger within you. Shh, do you smell that? That's the sugary scent of shopping success. For this is Goodwill. And with every item you buy, you fund local job training and more. So go forth. Bring home those donut earrings. And bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Energizing a nation. One listener at a time. It's SSNATL.com. Radio that's not dumbed down. And we are back with Financial Renaissance with the M's. We are talking about romantic scams, financial infidelities, financial scandals, romantic scandals. Huh? What are we, what are we, romantic fraud, all that stuff. You know, listen, ladies, men, 
If you are in a vulnerable situation and and you're dating someone, keep your keep your business to yourself. Especially if if this is not your true blue and you and they've been battle tested with you, meaning you've broken up or argued, et cetera, et cetera, and you know what they're all about. If you're getting an inheritance, even. Don't tell people about it because people will romance you to death and they will spend your inheritance. Yep. So I've, I've, I watched that happen to, a, to an old client back in the early 2000s. She inherited 600000 Her ex-husband spent about 400 of it. When the money was dried up, he was gone and she had nothing left. And to me, that's heartbreaking because as a parent, you're leaving money for your kids because you want to make sure your kids don't ever have to worry about anything. And, you know, that, that's why certain trusts have spent thrift clauses, et cetera, et cetera. But tell us more about this event and so, where people can go. How can people, you know, you said it was free. It is free. You can go online to AARP Georgia's website mm-hmm. and you can register for the event. Like I said, Candace Bushnell from Sex in the City will be there talking about uh, the book. Is there still Sex in the City? Uh, AARP will have, yes, we'll be talking about romance scams. There'll be a college professor talking about sex and sexuality. It's being hosted by an entertainment company. Um, I think it's going to be a good event. It's going to be a good time for people to have an open and honest conversation around older adults dating and sex, which is that one little crux that people don't like to talk about, which is why some of this stuff is so personal and private, because people don't want to think about the fact that their parents might be dating, let alone sex. But they just don't want to. (laughs) They don't want to talk about it. So, you know, you find out mama's got a friend and you you don't want to listen. So this is how mama's getting her money taken, because you don't want to talk to her about any of the event me and trina almost had a therapy alert talking to her mom talking about i gotta go such and such and, such. and we're like it's 10 o'clock at night <laughs> like, oh, gross. but listen if you think that you have been a victim of a of an online dating scam or a romantic scam romantic fraud these are the steps that you need to take you need to cease all contact and block the phone number the instant messaging account and email address of this person you know usually in a final effort once the romance scammers find out that they've been had they're still going to claim to be in love with you don't fall for it you need to report it keep all copies of the communication the police will need it anybody else if it comes to getting your money back they're going to need all forms of communication you have to report the matter to the dating website your local police report it to the fbi's internet crime complaint center at www the letter i the letter c is in charlie the number three dot gov and then also report the matter to the Federal Trade Commission. Um, that you can uh, the, that would be at a what is it FTC. Mm-hmm. gov. Make sure that you you know tell everything that you can from the pictures. You know if you if you have recordings of their voice, everything. Give it to them. And you can also sign up for AARP's Fraud Watch Network. Oh, tell or us you more. Can, so or you register for the Fraud Watch Network and. All you're doing is getting updates of fraudulent activities in your area. Some of these romance scams, it's not just that individual that you met online. It might be something else that sounds like something else. And if you've heard about it before, you're less likely to to fall prey to it so sign up for the fraud watch network get the information so that way you're hearing about all of these different fraudulent activities and it's romance fraud as well as other types of fraud right because you don't want to get flat-footed as always hillary thank you thank you thank you for for, for keeping us thinking about our parents doing the do i appreciate you (laughs) on a sunday morning we'll be back on financial renaissance with the end Lots of 
of people meet friends or potential love interests online through dating sites, social media, or mobile apps. It can be a great way to meet people, but not everyone is who they say they are online. In fact, scams related to online relationships are on the rise. It's a red flag if the person wants to move quickly to personal email or instant messaging to continue talking. Professors love quickly, claims to be from the United States but is working or traveling abroad, plans to visit but cancels at the last minute, asks for money to deal with an emergency, or asks you to open a bank account for them. Here are some things you can do. Cut off contact if you suspect a scam. Watch your wallet. Don't wire money, send cash, or put money on gift cards for someone you know only online. Learn more about online relationship scams at aarp.org backslash fraud watch network. Honey, what you cook for dinner tonight? Do you want the good news or the bad news first? The bad news first. I cooked nothing. Well, that's the good news then. Authentic Caribbean cuisine, including vegetarian entrees with authentic Caribbean flavor. Call 770-892-5049, located at 6221 Jonesboro Road, Highway 54 in Morrow, Georgia. Turk Palace. It is Sean Prime from Inside the Loop with myself and Brenna B. And I've been talking about Jeans Body Tech for a minute simply because it's a premier gym and a pristine spot without a premium price. All the weight you need, all the machines you want, free parking, all in Buckhead. Come on, it's crazy. 700 Miami Circle is where you want to work out today. And for those who are feeling a little bit down because you may not have followed through on the healthy New Year resolution thing, hey, it's still the new year. You can start today. Look at yourself a year from now. And hello, is that you? Because you're looking good, like snack-like. Yes, you are. 700 Miami Circle or go to Facebook.com forward slash Jeans Body Tech, also known as JBT Fitness. Either way, 49 bucks is nothing to pay to feel your best every day. Already coaching? Everybody's a coach these days. I get it. Life coach, relationship coach, financial coach. But you want to be a coach with integrity. So get certified and do it the right way. Or add coaching to the work that you already do. Join a cohort or take classes at your own pace. We have knowledgeable instructors. We have a life-changing curriculum. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com to learn more. If you have the questions, we have the answers. Go to SSNATL.com and click on the contact tab. As much as you like. We're the nation's urban station. Online. SSNATL.com. Oh, you almost had it. You could be quicker than that. Hey, we are back with Financial Renaissance with the M's. Listen, we, you know, we're going to talk about the market movers and losers. Here's what I have to say about the stock market this week. It was atrocious. It was absolutely atrocious. A um, few things happened. Um, you know, of course, our, our, our um, fearless leader was tweeting about um, what was happening in Jackson Hole, yada, yada, yada. Everything in the market was just about down this week. The S&P 500, NASDAQ, the Dow, everything ended down. Um, and as far as 
all the sneakerhead stocks that we usually talk about. I mean, it was just a bloodbath. All the luxury stocks, everything was down. Now, from a recession watch standpoint, um, the 10-year and the two-year uh, yield curve, um, they actually inverted. They kissed. So typically when you lend money and when you're doing bonds, the longer they hold your money, the higher the rate of return or the yield that they should pay you. Well, last week, the 10-year rate or the yield that they pay out was less than the two-year. So for the last seven recessions that we've had, um, the yield curve inversion has been an indicator. So the White House, Larry Kudlow, a lot of people are saying, no, 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 don't worry about anything. Our unemployment numbers look good, blah, 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 blah. Listen to what I'm t- I've been telling you since February. The recession is coming, and it's very likely that we are in one now. So do the things that you need to do to make sure that your family does not get negatively impacted by the recession. So in the shoe industry, the shoe industry is very upset um, with the White House because of the tariffs. So these tariffs um, are going to affect the shoe industry, especially sneakers. Um, by no means the, um, do they consider it a, a win or a de-escalization. They think that the, uh, the tax is going to hurt every American. And contrary to, to the headlines, they feel the Grinch has stolen Christmas for everyone. So what you need to know is that shoes are imported. The ones that are imported from China are just imported, period are already heavily taxed. And those taxes are an additional about 11%. But the tariffs, with the tariffs, the taxes um, are going to go up probably another 67%. So the first round of tariffs are scheduled to roll out for 91 classifications of footwear starting September 1st. And that includes uh, tennis shoes, sneakers, and sandals. Starting September 1st, there is going to be an increase in price. And then the other 56 classifications of shoes, they will be impacted by the tariffs starting December 1st. Now, as far as luxury clothes, um, women, it's a pink tax smack down. Okay, um, the, it's all over the financial blogs, um, the financial journals. Women are getting the pink tax tariff smackdown, um, at least a 10 percent increase on women's clothing. Any women's clothing imported uh, from China, there's going to be an increase beginning September first, okay? The new tariffs are going to have a bigger impact on women's clothing than men's because 42 percent of women and girls' clothing and shoes are imported from China. Okay, and only 26% of, you know, men's stuff comes from China. So that's, that's, that's something that we're going to need to think about. Now, the former, um, in cannabis stocks, I'm not, again, even cannabis stocks and hemp stocks were all down last week. But the former uh, jefe, the, the FDA, the former uh, FDA chairman, uh, decided to send a forked tongue uh, warning last week saying that coffee shops, bars, restaurants, etc. cannot legally add cannabinoid or cannabis oil to food and drinks. His name is Scott Gottlieb. He says that CBD products out there um, are, they're varying on their dosing and concentration, so people can't really be sure about what they're getting. But the thing you need to know is that he's not totally against CBD, all right? Gottlieb is a resident fellow at the right-leaning American Enterprise Institute, hashtag the family. Um, He's also a physician who consults and invests in biopharmaceutical companies, 
Big Pharma. So here we have a person who has Big Pharma interests talking about CBD and hemp, okay? Think about that for a second. And Mr. Gottlieb also joined Pfizer's board of directors earlier this summer. So what we have to say to him is that we really don't care what you have to say, all right? Um, Now, from a recession watch, the um, Kansas City Federal Reserve um, basically is saying they're the ones that hosted the symposium at Jackson Hole. They are saying um, that they are responsible for the yield curve inversion, and they're also responsible for um, the mess in the markets this week because they brought it on themselves by um, lowering rates. So that was kind of shocking to me. I'm not used to hearing people actually blame themselves for things when things go awry. You know what I mean? Um, Let's see. What else do we have on that? Um, The two-year and ten-year, as I said, they have inverted. We're going to continue seeing stuff along those lines. And let me find my... Um, Let's see. Here we go. So with the ten-year and two-year treasury... Things we need to figure out, what are you going to do when the recession hits? Number one, pay down as much debt as you can. Hold on, conversely, hold on to as much cash as you can. When the recession comes, all right, there's going to be an opportunity for a lot of stuff. The stock market's going to be on sale. Home prices are going to be way, way down. Uh, So it may be an opportunity to buy homes. Some of the things that you should be thinking of are what type of jobs can you do If you are laid off from your company, okay, if you're laid off from your company, what can you pick up and do? Um, Here in the city of Atlanta, we're very uh, scooter friendly, right? Well, we're kind of scooter friendly. Well, we're not scooter friendly, but there's scooters all over the place. Kids are making money by picking up scooters. There's like 150 jobs you can get based on apps, okay? So we'll look at that gig economy. I'll even drop those um, on our uh, social media um, sites, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, when we come back on Financial Renaissance with the M's, we will have my top five news stories for the week. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Tweens have mastered the art of tuning out. Jen, there's a spider in the car. We're turning your room into a home gym. See? Nothing. But some messages need to get through. Like making sure they're buckled up the whole ride, every time. Do whatever it takes to make your child listen. Jen, I friended your boyfriend. Wait, what? Buckle up, sweetie. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Honey, what you cook for dinner tonight? You want the good news or the bad news first? 
the bad news first. I cooked nothing. Well, that's the good news then. that ratchet you're in the wrong place it's the nation's urban internet station sensation station network lots of people meet friends and potential love interests online through dating sites social media or mobile apps it can be a great way to meet people but not everyone is who they say they are online In fact, scams related to online relationships are on the rise. It's a red flag if the person wants to move quickly to personal email or instant messaging to continue talking. Professors love quickly, claims to be from the United States but is working or traveling abroad, plans to visit but cancels at the last minute, asks for money to deal with an emergency, or asks you to open a bank account for them. Here are some things you can do. Cut off contact if you suspect a scam. Watch your wallet. Don't wire money, send cash, or put money on gift cards for someone you know only online. Learn more about online relationship scams at aarp.org backslash fraudwatchnetwork. Everybody successful lays a blueprint out. We laid the blueprint out. I stayed true to my dreams. And by doing that, eventually it came true. A lot of times, you know, it's like in life, right? Life brings like drama and you got to deal with this person and the funky relationship here and all these things. You try and just kind of balance them out as best I can. Make a choice, right? You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. Just decide. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out Everybody your way. Everybody wants to be a beast until it's time to do what real beasts do. Unleash your beast. Break your history. And we are back with Financial Renaissance with the M's. And it's time for my top five news stories of the week. All right. Imagine, if you will, dig, if you will, a picture <laughs> of you buying a house with negative interest rates. That's right. Uh, the, a Danish bank has negative 0.05 interest rates so imagine buying a bank buying a mortgage buying a house and the mortgage company paying you instead of you paying the mortgage so let me tell you how this works and and work with me for a second all right so we've got some props here so under the circumstances a danish home buyer played by sansa stark right she borrows money in, 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 in Denmark. They do things a little different for every mortgage. There is an investor who will prop up that mortgage. Okay. So the Danish home buyer is going to borrow money from the investor through the bank. Okay. So the Danish buyer is going to get a hundred thousand dollar mortgage, but she's only going to receive 95,000 in cash. She's responsible for paying back the hundred thousand. The investor keeps the nine, keeps the $5,000 difference. They receive that $100,000 from the buyer over the next 10 years, okay? Now, the home buyer is going to pay the bank 3% interest plus some fees and things like that. And that's how the bank is going to make a profit. But the investor is going to pay 
0.05 on the borrowed amount to the home buyer. That's how the home buyer ends up winning in this, okay? So the investor pays the home buyer. The home buyer nets a 0.02 uh, profit by taking out the loan, okay? Because they have to pay the bank 3%. So the bank, which gets their 3% in interest plus some fees, um, you know, it, it sounds like a crazy thing. Now, the Danish institutions, they could invest in U.S. Treasury bonds, okay, which is what we have, instead of, you know, the way that they're doing these negative interest rates on the mortgage. But as our dollars strengthen, um, it's going to cost more of their kronar to buy the bonds. They're not interested. So they have said no to our Treasury accounts. All right, next story. This one is awesome. Thank you, Hillary, for uh, the props. So Jay-Z, Sean Carter, has invested in a female-founded business, all right? And here's how it happened. Uh, Sean Carter's fund, Marcy Venture Partners, MVP, invested a million dollars in Partake. That's the name of the company. It is a black-owned, allergy-friendly snack company for you parents that have kids that are allergic to everything, right? Um, Now, Denise Woodward, before, as soon as this uh, infusion of money happened, her business rose 3,000% and her website traffic increased 150%. So again, uh, business owners out there, do what you're doing because you don't know who is watching and paying attention. Now, in the article that I read in Essence Magazine, Denise Woodward is a former Coca-Cola executive. She started Partake, the name of her company, in 2016. And as a woman of color, she's moved forward fast in a few years. Um, Of course, like every other business owner, she's experienced setbacks and challenges, but she shared with Essence the resources that she used to gain momentum in the competitive food industry. And she was able to get the attention of big box retailers like Kroger, Target, and Walmart. And she said, for you, if you are a minority or or have a woman-led brand, they are looking for you. So you can go online, uh, check out our our, um, our social media, and you can see that full article. And also connect with uh, Marcy Venture Products if you um, partners also. Um, that's a venture capitalist firm, and we had a venture capitalist on uh, the show probably about three months ago. So this is just showing that, you know, again, a venture capitalist will invest in your company. They'll take a small piece of it, but it's not like uh, you're pulling up debt. All right. Next story has to do with the American dream. Yeah. Can I get some glass crashing, please? The American dream. uh, There are 31 countries where the American dream is more attainable than in the United States. Wow. Let that sink in for a second. In the spring, I did a show called The American Dream Revisited. Like, do we really need to rethink this? You know, our, in our bubble, bubble-headed world, the American Dream means that no matter where you're from, you too can attain great wealth. You too can aspire for great things. But a World Bank report shows that it's more likely to happen in 31 other countries before it happens here. That's right. So let's talk about some of those countries. Uh, first of all, I'll tell you that the 10th country is South Korea. 61, exactly, I figured that would happen. 17% of kids born in poverty in South Korea can actually um, end up on the top half or the top quartile of of wealth. Now, the top five countries are Sweden, um, United Kingdom, Slovenia. Is that where Melania Trump is from? Um, Denmark, the same Denmark that's doing the negative interest rates, 21% of their kids that are born in poverty um, can actually move up in the ranks. And the number one country was Cyprus. Uh, Cyprus is kind of like Switzerland a little bit. They hold a lot of dark money, things like that. But almost a quarter of the people born in poverty 
are or without means in Cyprus can actually end up in the top quartile of wealth in their country. That says a lot. All right, next story we have. This one brought a small, excuse me, a smile to my face. All right. So because of all this pot and hemp and CBD, et cetera, et cetera, if a, if, a, if a person gets pulled over with pot in the car, it seems that the cops don't know what it is. There's no way to tell. So since state and federal lawmakers are in a rush to expand America's production of industrial hemp, they have unwittingly made it harder for law enforcement to prosecute people for the possession of marijuana. <laughs> and that brings a smile to my face. Not because of, you know, the reasons you're thinking. I'm thinking of it from a legal standpoint because a lot of people get hemmed up because a cop smells weed. They do an illegal search and seizure. It costs a lot of money. People end up going to jail, losing their jobs, etc. But with the passage of these new hemp legal legalization laws, crime labs across the country have suddenly found themselves unable to prove that a leafy green plant taken from someone's car is actually marijuana and not hemp. They can't tell the difference. Marijuana looks and smells like hemp, <laughs> but it has more THC. Listen, and for those of us that have these hipster kids that are vaping and they're into the whole CBD thing, it's good for us to know this because if they get pulled over because they're smoking something that smells like weed, we need to know how to get them out of it. So without technology uh, to determine the plant's THC levels, labs can't provide the scientific evidence that is needed in court. Now, one of the things you have to be careful with is um, they can still issue tickets. The police can confiscate the suspected drug for later testing. Um, but there are prosecutors in several states, uh, Texas, Florida, and Ohio, are dropping low-level pot cases altogether or declining to bring new ones. So if you have a loved one that is involved in some type of possession of marijuana case, make sure that what they had was really marijuana and find a, um, a prosecutor or find an attorney. Or what do you call those public defender people? public defenders yeah buy them a starbucks and make sure that they know about this law we'll also drop that on our social media so that you have access to it all right last story this one is important um for so many reasons to me because i grew up with a parent who was like the one of the biggest i think i told you all my mom's a scientist and she's into science fiction and all that stuff and growing up she used to always tell me all the the cool things that they're going to be able to do to humans in the future and i didn't like you know hearing about it because i was thinking about giants and people with two heads you know remember those movies well you're young those movies in like the 70s they used to do some really really weird things and that's what I thought I'd be seeing today so I wasn't interested but it is the dawn of the designer proteins that's right scientists have built a protein that can turn our cells off and on let that sink in and think about so you why is this important and what does this have to do with money well, one, um, that the people who have the most money will be able to take care of themselves physically and medically. Um, it seems that biologists have created a protein unlike any found in nature. Uh, this, this protein has the power to toggle a cell's functions off and on. It signals the dawn of de novo, de nuevo, de nuevo uh, designer proteins. And so we're going to see um, in, the, in the upcoming years, people are going to be doing different things with proteins to uh, trigger or intervene in the cellular process. So this new protein called locker, and I'm not going to tell you what it really stands for because I can't pronounce the words, but it behaves like a switch. And in human beings, we have over 20,000 different types of proteins. 
and right now there are patents pending for Locker's commercial use, but the creators have already made the system freely available to academics. And if you're a scientist, if you're into sciences, mom, you can go online. There's an internet connection. You can have access to the blueprint for this new protein, um, the DNA code and all that stuff. So if you're looking at doing different things with proteins, you can go online and do it. Get ready to make your money. But uh, companies are right now in the early experimental stages of exploring Locker, which is the name of the new protein, and they're using it for clinical um, cancer uh, treatments right now. So there is a probability that in the future we may be able to turn off different cells that activate or, or kind of make cancer spread through our bodies. And not just cancers, but a lot of other diseases that we know of. They can literally eradicate diseases as we know it today. And now, don't think that it's going to be cheap, <laughs> those with money. <laughs> so this is an opportunity for you to think about science companies, technology, et cetera, et cetera. But they're doing clinical trials now. Um, so if you know have a loved one that has cancer or some type of disease, you want to ask the doctor about that. That's right. Those are my top five stories on financial renaissance with the M still to come. Emma knows money, how your business can survive and thrive after the recession. Honey, what you cook for dinner tonight? Do you want the good news or the bad news first? The bad news first. I cooked nothing. Well, that's the good news then. Uh-huh. Well, there's no bad news then because tonight we're going to have Jerk Palace. Call Jerk Palace for authentic Caribbean cuisine, including vegetarian entrees with authentic Caribbean flavor. Call 770-892-5049 located at 6221 Jonesboro Road, Highway 54 in Morrow, Georgia. Jerk Palace! Sweet strawberry icing. You were strolling along in goodwill when just past that mid-century side table and denim jacket you spotted them nestled in their display case. Miniature donut earrings. Oh, yes! Yes! Your favorite half-breakfast pastry, half-all-day dessert food, made into your favorite form of ear candy. Oh, my. Those bejeweled sprinkles have satisfied some unknown hunger within you. Shh, do you smell that? That's the sugary scent of shopping success. For this is Goodwill. And with every item you buy, you fund local job training and more. So go forth. Bring home those donut earrings. And bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. And so a new American industry has been born. Sensation Station Network. This country, you've got to make the money first. Then when you get the money, you get the power. And we're back with Financial Renaissance with the M's. This segment of Financial Renaissance with the M's is brought to you by AARP Georgia. All right. So I want business owners to listen up. Okay. There is a way to survive a recession and not only to survive, the goal of a recession is to be able to thrive afterwards. So there was a study done by a consulting firm McKinsey and Company, also and the Harvard Business Schools. And they in the study, they wanted to know why why less than 10 percent of publicly traded companies um, didn't simply recover after a recession, but flourished. So for you business owners, see if you can incorporate any of these tips into your business. So a recession is defined as two consecutive quarters of negative growth. Um, There can be things like uh, spikes in oil prices, financial panics, um, rapid changes in the uh, economic expectations, like the tariffs we have or how the money's dried up um, right before the Great Recession. Uh, John Maynard uh, Keynes, he's the kind of the godfather of economics in our country. He calls these animal spirits. And there can be a combination of all three of these things. But usually, Usually firms suffer during a recession because demand and revenue falls and uncertainty about the future increases. But there is a way to mitigate the damage. So first thing is to deleverage before the downturn. That means, of course, as I've been saying, reduce the amount of debt that you have, increase the amount of cash that you have. Okay, don't crash and burn your company. The more debt you have, the more cash that you're going to need to make that interest payment and the principal payment. When a recession hits, less cash is going to be coming in. And then you're going to be thinking about, oh, I'm going to need to lay off, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the, uh, a good debt to assets ratio that you should have is about 19, about 20%. Okay. That's the goal that you want to try to get to before this recession really, really hits, or we feel the full effects of it. Firms that emerge from the great recession, um, better than everyone else, they had their uh, debt to assets ratio down to about 20%. So you want to look at doing that. Now, also focus on decision making. 
Now, most people want to lay off and laying off is not a good thing to do because it affects morale. And then some of the good people you want to keep may actually leave because they think that the company is going to go belly up. Listen to your trustworthy employees. Tell them, hey, I want to look at a way of, of saving money. What is it that we can do? Your employees may be able to tell you ways to cut costs, okay, without having to let them go. They may even be willing to reduce their hours just so that they don't have to get laid off. And that's a great way of doing it. So, again, listen, focus on decision making. Make decisions that are going to keep things lean and tight. But do what you can to try to keep the employees that you have. Uh, the third thing is uh, looking beyond the layoffs, okay? During the Great Recession in 2009, 2.1 million Americans were laid off, all right? That's a huge number. And the companies that emerged from the crisis in the strongest shape relied less on the layoffs, okay? As I mentioned before, layoffs are going to hurt morale. They're going to uh, dampen productivity at a time when companies need it the most, um, Honeywell was one of those companies that in uh, 2000, um, the dot-com um, uh, recession that we had, they laid off about 20% of their workforce and they struggled to recover after the downturn. So when the Great Recession hit the last time, they took a different approach and there's a lot of other companies looking at doing this. They ended up furloughing a portion of their employees for five weeks, uh, providing unpaid or partially compensated leaves. Um, and this ended up saving about 20,000 jobs. So again, have have the conversation with your employees, you'll be surprised what they come up with. And then more than half of the states here in the U.S. have some sh type of a short time compensation program where workers can reduce their uh, hours and receive partial unemployment compensation. So look into things like that. Um, that way you can keep your employees so you don't have to rehire and retrain because that ends up being very, very expensive. And then the last thing that you need to look at doing as a business owner is investing in technology. That's right. Um, companies that invested in technology during the greater uh, during the Great Recession uh, found themselves in a better position. Uh, the companies or the people that were hardest hit in the U.S. It's because they did not have access to people who were good with information technology. So make sure that you're training your employees on, in technology. Make sure you are looking for ways to streamline the technology that you have. That you have the most cost-effective and efficient type of um, of uh, technology. It's a good time to audit the softwares, <clears throat> excuse me, and the systems that you're using right now. Don't wait till the uh, till the downturn happens. Economists are theorizing that um, good technology would help with your opportunity costs, and it's going to it'll be cheaper to buy technology while the recession happens, or just as it's coming up, because people vendors are going to want to cut deals. So you may be able to get, say, you have to pay thirty five hundred a year for a certain software. You may be able to get it for say twenty five hundred if you sign a two year contract. So, um, so a few other things is that. Um, more people or fewer people are going to be willing to buy what you're selling during a recession. So this is a time when operations need to be humming at maximum capacity. So that's going to free up some budget for IT uh, initiatives. So McKinsey says one of the reasons to prioritize in the digital transformation ahead of the downturn is to improve the analytics is because improved analytics can help you manage and understand your business better. Second is that digital technology can help cut costs. So technology is supposed to help 
help us. Um, and companies should prioritize self-funding transformations so that your technology is paying off even quicker. And the third reason to make an investment in IT is that it makes companies more agile and therefore able to handle the uncertainty and rapid change that comes with the recession. So again, if you are a business owner, it is time to start tightening things up. We don't want to look at layoffs, but we do want to start having conversations with our employees. Let them know what's going to be happening before it happens. When people are caught flat-footed, that's when they make bad mistakes. And again, thank you to AARP for sponsoring this portion of Emma Knows Money. Lots of people meet friends and potential love interests online through dating sites, social media, or mobile apps. It can be a great way to meet people, but not everyone is who they say they are online. In fact, scams related to online relationships are on the rise. It's a red flag if the person wants to move quickly to personal email or instant messaging to continue talking. Professors love quickly, claims to be from the United States but is working or traveling abroad, plans to visit but cancels at the last minute, asks for money to deal with an emergency, or asks you to open a bank account for them. Here are some things you can do. Cut off contact if you suspect a scam. Watch your wallet. Don't wire money, send cash, or put money on gift cards for someone you know only online. Learn more about online relationship scams at aarp.org backslash fraudwatchnetwork. You use Tearless Baby Shampoo because it's gentle on your baby's eyes. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You always test the bath water to make sure it's not too hot. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You make sure she wears a helmet when she rides her bicycle. You put on his sunscreen, even when he's embarrassed his friends will see. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Is your child facing the right way in the car seat? Is the seat too big or too small? How do you know when it's time to move your child into the next type of seat? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. That's safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Having trouble finding Connor's middle school? Would you like directions? No. Why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Finding lowest airfare to Istanbul. No, I'm, I'm tired of fighting with him over homework. Home walk restaurant. Need a review? No, I need help. He's very smart, but his mind wanders. He's disorganized. I think I understand. Oh, God. Finding best potatoes for French fries. No! Russet. Fingerling. Yukon Gold. Uh, why don't you understand me? Sorry, I was trying to show how Connor feels every day. Frustrating, isn't it? Redirecting to understood.org. For the one in five kids with learning and attention issues, this is what life can feel like. Exploreunderstood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues designed to help your child thrive in school and in life. Understood.org, because understanding is everything. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. Some knowledge belongs to us and us alone. The way our girlfriends walk, the way they talk, the way they touch their hair. We hold details that only a sister can know about her girls. 
But what about our other girls? The ones that we carry with us every day. Can we describe them when everything's right? Can we feel when something's wrong? Our bond with our sister girls gives life. But knowing your breasts can save it. Go to knowyourgirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. That's knowyourgirls.org. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. Honey, what you cook for dinner tonight? You want the good news or the bad news first? The bad news first. I cooked nothing. Well, that's the good news then. Caribbean cuisine, including vegetarian entrees with authentic Caribbean flavor. Call 770-892-5049, located at 6221 Jonesboro Road, Highway 54 in Morrow, Georgia. Turk Palace. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, We'll probably stay together. Probably? (laughs) It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, Okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably... Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Indoor baseball, anyone? Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. SSNATL.com is a Radio 2 Atlanta station, which provides a daily mix of awesome hits with smart talk. For the smarter listener, your choice just became clear. SSNATL.com. Radio that's not dumbed down. All right, and we're back with Financial Renaissance with the M's. We've been having some really interesting conversations during the break about elderly, what happens when people get older, um, how chair aerobics and what to do if you break your hip and how to come back from it. Apparently, sexual activities (laughs) is the key. So on today's show, uh, we did discuss, uh, we talked a lot about the economy. I didn't really jump into the trade war because we know it's there and our president could pull a fast one, one on us and reverse everything before September 1st, okay? So September 1st is really going to be the date that when we know what's going to happen and how things are going to go down. But the trade war, I mean, hey, we're in it. Um, we know, we've known for years that things haven't been fair between us and other countries, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know what the answer is. Um, and we also know that the, with 
the yield curve inverting um, last week two or three different times, that that is usually the start or one of the, the top indicators saying that we are heading for a recession. And as I've told you, I believe that we are in one now. So um, the Kansas City Fed President Esther George, um, she's from the uh, Kansas City Fed, uh, she says she thinks that the Federal Reserve is, is um, really in trouble um, and caused all of this. Now, one of the things I want you to think about when everyone's saying that our economy is doing well, um, when the Federal Reserve, um, during the last uh, recession, they infused $4.5 trillion into our economy by buying up a bunch of those treasury bonds. Right now, they still have $3.8 trillion in treasuries and mortgage-backed securities. So if we end up in another recession, they're not going to be able to cut rates 5% to help us out. They're also not going to be able to stimulate the economy by buying more bonds. Now, the last time they did that, people got angry. The Fed keeps printing money, yada, yada, yada. So they really don't know how they're going to handle this. They may be looking at negative interest rates. Uh, they may be looking at deploying some things from World War II. Um, and I'll be researching some of this stuff and, of course, telling you what's going to happen. But the biggest thing is make sure that you have another stream of income. Uh, you look at this gig economy. You look at the different apps that you can use. Start tutoring some kids in, what is it, uh, China and South Korea. For You can make about $1,000 if you wake up at 4 a.m.? different times. It really okay. just depends so, yeah. <laughs> on the, the country that you use. Yeah, so you can wake up early in the morning and teach a kid American English, but there's different things that you can do to have another income stream coming in, and it's time for you to start thinking about those things. Um, build your cash reserves. Make sure you have somewhere uh, between three to six months of living expenses set aside, and just know that when the recession happens, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Everything is going to be on sale. Thank you so much to Hillary Thomas for being my special guest and prop holder today. Coming up, we have smooth, sensational jazz. And as always, one love, one heart, and be kind human. Make your ancestors proud. All the times that you rain in my parade. And all the clubs you get in using my name. You think you broke my heart, oh girl, for goodness sake. You think I'm crying on my own, well I